In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 10, where I'll answer the question, what does Nehemiah's prayer teach us? Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 10 says, And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen, to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. Nehemiah is in the capital of Persia. He is there in Susa, and he is the king's cupbearer. He has it placed on his heart by God to find out about Jerusalem, what is happening there, with the people who are in exile, who have gone back to help rebuild the city. And he inquires and finds out that the walls of Jerusalem are still torn down, that the work of rebuilding the city has not gone as well as he had hoped. So he prays to God. He prays to God for help. And we learn a little bit about God from Nehemiah's prayer. Here are three thoughts from Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. Thought number one, God is powerful. Nehemiah begins his prayer by acknowledging the great power of God. He understands that the Lord is able to accomplish every single thing that he will ask of him. That the Lord is capable of doing this thing of rebuilding the city of Jerusalem. But he's able to do so much more than that. Nehemiah has no qualms about asking the Lord to demonstrate his power and authority on the earth because he knows that as God does what's easy for him to do, because he is so powerful, that he is glorified on the earth, that people will learn of the things that the Lord has done and they will glorify him because of it. The power of God is demonstrated over and over again all throughout the Bible and Nehemiah believes that the great and awesome power of God will be sufficient to accomplish this great task of rebuilding Jerusalem. Thought number two, man is sinful. While Nehemiah is praying, he acknowledges his sinfulness, not just his sinfulness, but the sinfulness of his father and the generations that came before him. He realizes as a Jewish person living in exile that the great benefit of being God's people had been removed because they were not faithful to the Lord. He sees that the Lord made promises that as long as the people of Israel kept his commands, that they would be blessed by him. He sees that they were not faithful. And because they were not faithful, just as the Lord 
used the people of Israel to cast out the Canaanites before them, so too did the Lord use the Babylonians, the Assyrians, to bring his people out of the land because they were not faithful to him. Man is sinful, and this is something that Nehemiah confesses to the Lord. He says, I know that we have done wrong, that we have not been faithful, but you promised that if we return to you, that you would accept us. Thought number three, God is faithful. And this is the hinge upon which Nehemiah's prayer turns. Nehemiah says that the Lord is faithful, that he will always do that which he promised. He acknowledges that the Lord is not like man. Man says one thing and does another, but God isn't like that. When God says something, he does it and does it without fail. God is faithful in all of the things that he has said he will do. This means that Nehemiah can pray boldly to God, knowing that as he and the people of Israel return to him and return to obeying his commands, that he will accept them back because he is faithful to always do that which he promised. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Nehemiah chapters 1 through 4. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by clicking on the link below or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.